Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining us once again here on Talk and Fight, another episode of the Friday Night Panel featuring uh, Mike Orr, Graham Boyce, yeah. and a whole host of other people are just trying to get on right now. Yeah. All right. Oh, here we go. Uh, speak, oh, the devil. Um, which, which one's this? Oh, there he is. is uh, Mr. Hagler. Hey, what's pretty up? Sure, what's pretty, sure Toronto, pretty sure Toronto beat your Boston uh, Red Sox there, didn't we? Did we just beat you guys? <laughs> Three two yesterday. We won. Come on, yeah, admit it. Admit it. It's all good. It's all good. You get that. You can't yeah. win them all. No, no, it's true. It's true. Super good. Super good. So we're uh, we're going to talk about a pretty big fight. Finally. Oh, champ! If, if only Tim Witherspoon to join us. And what the hell? Look at that. The See, magic everybody of the jumping on. So I guess <laughs> you got my message, eh, Tim? Huh? You How you doing? We're doing I great. Was, I was sick last week for two days. Oh, it's okay. Good, man. Get you right. back. I'm at 200. I'm a 250 pounds, though. I'm I'm like 12 pounds lighter than the last time you saw me. Wow. Uh, yeah, That's just cool. came from the gym, training. Um, But I was sick for two days. No, maybe like three or four, but... Whoa, man. <laughs> Thought I had the corona again, but I did. Uh oh, good job. Good job. Oh, no, the only oh, corona you're having is the cold ones, right? <laughs> I, got, I got a little bit of wine just right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just came in from the gym. Big fight. Um, Big fight this weekend. Big fight this weekend. Oh, Tyson Fury and. Where did where brother, brother, where did brother go? He's coming back. He's coming back. Okay. He's having technical difficulties. I, I've been commenting on um Tyson Fury and and um Dylan White. Uh I did like three interviews. Yeah. Really? I was with both of them. I was with both of them. I was with Tyson Fury and I was with Dylan White. And I got a I got a good assessment who I think is gonna win. Which uh, you're gonna Yeah. Huh? Who's that? Who? They both listen. They're both, both going down on the canvas. Um, Anthony Joshua, no, Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury been down on the canvas three or four times each on one fight. Yeah. There's a problem. There's a problem with defense and a lot of the day's boxers. Everybody yeah. is offense. Yeah. So in this particular fight, whoever hit each other first, I think is the one who's going to win. And whoever tighten their defense up. See, Tyson Fury is moving around and all that. That's okay, but there's more to it than them defenses than moving around looking pretty. He got caught and went down a couple of times. So yeah. whoever whoever put that that punch on, on the on the guy and get it in might be the one to win. Both of them need defense. Well, I know I know Fury I know Fury only came in eleven pounds heavier than White. This time he's looking. He came eleven pounds heavier. Yeah, eleven pounds heavier than uh, than Dillian White. So, so that you uh, know that's what you know that means something now. Yeah, you know that means that means he's been in the gym working hard. He's been wait, working wait, hard. wait, wait. So if Tyson Fury came in eleven pounds heavier, that means he's working hard. No, no. eleven pounds heavier than his opponent. Than his right, opponent. right, 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 right. Usually right. comes, comes <laughs> in like 20, 30 pounds heavier. You serious? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, well, he, he's trimmed up. He he stepped he stepped on the scales looking trim. Well, you know the you know the you know what what a lot of the guys we've been talking about and talking to other heavyweights. Uh, and and the thing is, is that 
like um, Dante Wilder, real quick, Dante Wilder got all his knockouts. I, I, I I've talked about this before. Those guys that he fought, the commission would never okay him for me or Tyson or Holyfield. Mm-hmm. Those guys wouldn't let us fight those guys. So, you know, he do have a good good right hand. Um, Dante Wilder, he'll hit you. You're gone. Yeah. But the guys that he fought, they wouldn't even okay us. I'm telling you. They wouldn't okay us. It would be hard for them to get us, for us to get a fight with the guys, opponents he had. I'm not taking nothing from him because he did work hard. He did work hard. But Tim Witherspoon, they wouldn't let him fight. Tyson, they wouldn't let, they wouldn't let him fight him. I'm telling you. Here, here's, a, here's a question that popped up uh, in the various discussion groups that I'm a part of. Yeah. And the, the question was, was, because Tyson Fury said he's going to retire after this fight, the question is, is if he does retire, will he be deemed one of the greatest heavyweights ever? Maybe in his era. Yeah, in his, maybe in his era, yeah. Um, but my opinion, my opinion, um, there really wasn't a lot of challenges. Like, like uh, uh, Steve Cunningham from Philly. Uh, I was with, real quick, I was with him. I mean, I was in the gym with him. He's a good, he's a good father to his kids. He acted a perfect gentleman. He dropped Tyson Fury, but Tyson Fury went on to win. Um, I was questioning him. I was telling Steve, I said, look, I was in Ireland when he could punch. I was telling Steve to get ready when I came from Ireland. And Steve looked at me funny. I said, yo, he, I held the pass and he could punch. So Steve was like, but then he dropped Tyson Fury in the fight. So, I, you know, I'm just, the defenses are playing a big part nowadays when it when in terms of these boxers they won't be able to teach their 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 uh boxers when they retire defense because they don't have none mayweather has an all natural movement but he won't be able to actually show him how to hold his hands because he's all natural and he has to be in top shape to to sustain what he's doing that's no my question. opinion everybody have one no question i agree he's a little bit slower he'll be in trouble you know, doubt. I agree with you. Just like Roy Jones, they was like Roy Jones this, Roy Jones that. So Roy Jones keep his hands low, and he paid for it in one of his fights with Antonio oh. Thomas. You know, oh, right? Yeah, that, he has an awkward cool. movement. Roy Jones yeah. has an awkward little movement. Yeah, yeah. Like Reflexes. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, I um, think I think I think Dillian White has one of the best left jabs, and if if that left jab gets through, left hook. He, 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 I, I, I think there's a chance that if he gets through that punch, uh, delivers it, lands it cleanly, Tyson Fury's gonna get knocked out. I'm gonna say this: going oh, back to the gym, if they would have worked on defense, get somebody to come in and just show him defense, tighten his defense up. He's used to doing his offense with with his left hook and his jab, but if they tighten his defense up. The percentage is going to go up for 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 uh, Dylan White because he got plenty of heart and he'll fight you. He'll fight you. It's just that they lack in defense. That's why you see the guys went down on the canvas. It was embarrassing to me because I know how to do defense. When 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 um, Dante Wilder went down three times, Tyson went down. I was like, wow, something wrong. <laughs> something wrong. Dylan White's been asking for this fight for years, and now it's finally happening. You know what? He's been training hard. He's been staying silent. You know, he's only finally broken the silence a couple of days ago, you know, sitting uh, sitting across there and finally getting into that press conference. But 
you know what? Tyson Fury looks in really in a really good place right now, mentally. He's in good spirits. He's like really happy. You can see that that um, you know that retirement is in the back of his head, man. He knows that when he walks away from this, he ain't never coming back, and he's already said that. He doesn't care if people call him a ducker, a dodger, whatever they want to call him. He said he'll be happy knowing he did what he did, accomplished what he accomplished as he rides off into the sunset on his millions of dollars. He has a right to retire. He has a he has a he has a huge right to retire and do what he wants. You know, he doesn't he doesn't care to have to stick around and watch Usyk and, and AJ and, and that rematch happen and then sit around and wait some more. He's not about that. This guy is dedicated to this fight. He wants to win this one by stoppage. I believe he weighed in at uh, 264 and a half. Okay. His last fight, he weighed in at 277. So, you know, he's been in that gym, man. He's been in that gym. He's been working his ass off. And uh, I think we're going to see a really uh, a really fast finish, man. I think, I think this is – I don't think this one's going past five rounds, man. I think either one of these guys has been working their ass off at this fight, and this is going to be – uh, two two gladiators getting in the ring and going at it. That's what everybody wants to see. That's what I think it's going to be. These guys are going to go toe to toe from the first bell to the, to one of them drops. That's what I predict is going to go on in this fight. It's a defense I think that's going to make this fight end a little early. Yeah. Um, it, would it be a different story if it was somebody else that had a tighter defense? It would be harder for him to get hit. I think, uh, like you right, I think that somebody's going down. Dylan yeah. White throw that left hook. And he's got plenty of heart. Tyson Fury has plenty of heart. Somebody going down. Oh, yeah. Somebody's definitely going down. <laughs> well, Tyson Tyson deserved to uh, retire. That's a smart thing to do. He did everything he came to do. What else is there to do? To wait around for somebody to, to come in the ring and, and he has a bad outing and goes out on a bad foot? Now nah, I do the same thing with, uh, about him. He made enough well, money. He, he he made his uh his mark. In, in I still think Anthony Joshua and him is a big fight. I still think it that'd be fight. a big fight. It would be. I, I would, but I would go with Tyson all day. With that one, you know what I'm saying? And he doesn't need that fight. Joshua needs it, not him. Money wise, he would love it. <laughs> Yo, he's <laughs> Fury's guaranteed twenty nine point yes. five three eight million. Okay, like he's he's happy. He's happy. He's guaranteed. Whatever his performance is, that's what he's guaranteed. $29 and a half million dollars. Imagine going home with $65,000 in the championship fight, fighting one of the greatest boxers during my ever or during all time, Larry Holmes. And I went home with $65,000. I did the I did the best I could. That that's something, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sixty-five thousand. He's he's so Fury Fury has a a four million one hundred two thousand five hundred dollar win bonus on the line. If he wow. wins, he get four million. Yes. Yeah, if, if he wins, he gets an extra four million, which will earn him a career high of thirty-three six hundred and forty five hundred. Wow. Wow. So you know what? Yeah, man, he's happy. He's happier than a pig and shit. Come on, look, look, look at look at him when he was standing toe to toe with uh, you know at the press conference, man. He's poke, he's poking Dillian White like you know the kids playing and shit. It was hilarious, you know. <laughs> ah, I'm retired with thirty million bucks. <laughs> let, let, let me ask my two American friends: is yeah. is is it making the front page 
of the Enquirer? Is, is it making the front page of, of the papers down there? I don't know. It's I, don't, I haven't seen anything, in, not, not in the newspapers. I don't see no. nothing in the newspapers no more. Everything's social media. Yeah. So, you know, we see a lot on Instagram and stuff like that, but we don't, like, I, I haven't seen it in, like, you no green magazine, Sports Illustrated, newspapers, not like that, at least not around here. Maybe in Vegas you probably see it, but not not here. It's not like the 80s. No, no, I, yeah, I, I don't hear too much. I don't hear too much people talking about the fight. Um, you know what? You know what? Because, because honestly, I don't, I don't think that I don't think the U.S. is hyped for it at all, really. No, nah. it's, ha- it's happening. Boxing fans are. Boxing fans are. Boxing but, fans are. Yeah. But it's not. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not making the hype. It's. It's not. It's not getting the. Right, it's not the talk of the town. No, it's not the talk of the town. It ain't, I like it ain't. that. It's not the talk of the town. I, like I was just going to say, Jake Paul's fans are not watching it. <laughs> Why? 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 Yeah, they, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They are. Tommy, Fury, Tommy Fury's on that card. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Reality be on, the, be on the lookout for that card, eh? Guys, I'm telling you right now, there's some, there's some guys to watch on this up-and-coming card. You're going to want to watch for sure. Definitely. You know, you know how many people watched the Super Bowl last year? I have no Na- idea. Ninety-six million people. Wow. Ninety-six wow. million. And Frank, 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 Frank Warren said he expects to sell five hundred thousand pay-per-view tickets. That's it. Five hundred thousand. Wow. So he sold ninety-four thousand tickets to Wembley. Yeah. And he expects to, to to. And I think the ticket price was sixty-nine ninety-nine for this. On pay per view, so it, how it, can it, we see the fight tonight? That's tomorrow night. Huh? I mean, tomorrow night. One, 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 one more sleep, Tim. One more sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so how are we going to? How can you see the fight? I'll, uh, I'll, uh, when we're not on the air, I'll, t- I'll tell you my secret website that I use. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm not. I'm not going to put it out there for everybody because you know. You can't have that privilege. My Sorry. man. <laughs> Don King. <laughs> my man. It's My man. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Make sure you let me know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I'll be watching it for damn sure. Definitely. I'm going to be watching it. I'll be in L.A. at the Boxer Hall of Fame. I'll definitely be checking it out in the hotel. As soon as I land, that's the fight starts about, what, 8, about 9 o'clock? Yeah, I get there about you're going to Hall of Fame. Yeah, National Boxing Hall of Fame, Montebello, California. Nice. Well, who's involved in that? Uh, you got all the inductees. You got like my dad's getting inducted, Sugar Ray Leonard's getting inducted, Layla Ali, Sugar Shane Mosley, uh, a bunch of all of a lot of other fighters. It's just a triology thing. So they inducted oh. like class of 20, 21, and 22. I have a funny story about Shane Mosley. Jun- you're talking about Shane Mosley Jr., right? Me too. <laughs> so, so he, so he, he, you know how he's making his money these days? And I'm not kidding. Uh, a couple, couple of weeks back, I mentioned that there's a event coming on and uh, being produced. Uh, it's in Tampa, in Tampa. And it's called Creator Clash. And all it is, is a whole bunch of YouTubers who have, Roughly speaking, a billion followers on uh, wow. YouTube and Instagram. Say that again. Say that a again. Billion, a billion, billion followers combined. 
Combine these guys have a billion followers. Okay. Wow. So anyway, Shane Mosley Jr. is actually training these guys. So he was in the he was in the press the other day commenting. So as opposed to us hearing about Tyson Fury or Dillian White, what is our press reporting on? They're reporting on Shane Mosley training these YouTubers. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, wow. Yeah, I seen that on Instagram. I didn't know what it was about, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, wow. some, some guy, some guy called Idubs. I don't know who he is, but Idubs, yeah, is uh, is uh, promoting. He's starring in it, promoting it, whatever. Paid for it, and uh, you know, wow. it's licensed out of Florida, so whatever. It's uh, like like we're going back to that Jake Paul story as usual. Uh, it's good for the fans to get those young guys in there, get them interested in boxing. Uh, these YouTubers are they're taking it seriously. They've hired a decent, uh, puts this in air quotes, a decent trainer. And uh, and I'm sure they've got many more people training them as well as that. And we, oh, but let's go back for a second. I forgot about. Um, I was going to mention. What do you think of the undercard on this Tyson Fury Dillian? No, White I was fight? just I was just about to talk about this actually. Um, right. Honestly, there's a great there's a great fight on this undercard, man. Uh, it's for the vacant WBC silver feather title. Isaac Lowe versus Nick Ball. That's gonna be a good one to watch, guys. Uh, Isaac Lowe. I like watching this 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 kid fight, man. Honestly, excellent. I think that's gonna be a battle. Uh, also, uh, welterweight man, Ika Usman uh, versus Darren Tetley. This is for the uh, the Commonwealth welter uh, and the British welter and the IBF European welter title, man. This is up for grabs. Usman is sixteen and zero. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember his last outing. He's 16 and 0 with seven KOs. Uh, he fought Danny Ball. Uh, before that was uh, Chris Jenkins. Um, and you know what? These are some these are some big wins, man. Uh, his last fight, he's coming off a KO in the sixth round. Ball was KO'd by a left-right combination and suffered a double fracture of the jaw. And uh, yeah, man, Ekal Usman, he's he's no joke. I profiled this guy on my show, knuckle up at four. He's definitely a kid to be watching out for, for sure. And he's on this card, man. Also, um, I, I want to say on this card, definitely, um, uh, what's his, Kurt, Kurt Walker. There's this kid that uh, that, I, that, that I've been watching. Uh, he's a super feather. He's 1-0 right now. He's moving into his second fight. Uh, he's an Irish kid, man. This southpaw, he's 5'6 and a half. He's 1-0. One and zero with one KO, and uh, they put him up against uh, they put him up against a journeyman man. Uh, Stefan, I got to see that. That looks interesting. Yeah, that looks interesting. you got my yeah. eye on that one. I'm gonna check that one out. Yeah, against Stefan uh, Nicolet. Yeah, uh, he's three thirty one and two man. Uh, you're talking about a guy that's got you know thirty five fights under his belt, and uh, he's he's you know, stepping in the ring for his second fight against a really experienced journeyman. So definitely you want to be on the watch for that, for sure. Uh, even though, you know, this purse is huge for this, you know, they, they couldn't get, you know, they couldn't get the biggest fighters on the undercard because, you know, all the money's definitely going to, uh, to, to this big one. But also I've profiled him, man, David uh, Adelaide. Watch out for this kid, man, against Chris Healy. David Adelaide, heavyweight. 8-0 right now, man, with seven KOs. He's ranked 10th out of 50 in the UK, 80th in the world out of 1,240. The kid's six four and a half. He weighed in at 232 and a quarter for this fight, man, and he's taking on Chris Healy, who's 9-8 and eight right now. And, uh, you know, watch out for this kid, man. He's definitely uh, one that I've been following. Definitely, guys, you should be following him too, man, because he's, he's, he's an exciting fighter. 
definitely an exciting fighter, and I'm I'm stoked to see him back in action. Uh, you know, last time we got to see him was uh, uh, November the 12th last year. So, you know, he's had some time off. He's well-rested. We're going to get to see this kid in action. And uh, he never he never ceases to amaze me every time he gets in the ring, man. He's definitely definitely got some punch and power, man. Definitely. Only 25 years old, too. So, you know, he's got a long way to go. Long way to go in his career. And, uh, you know, he's he's just one another these, you know, another one of these young, hungry, up-and-coming, undefeated guys in this heavyweight division. And, uh, yeah, man, definitely. I love the heavyweight division. It's nice to see that we got these new kids coming up, man, like this. And um, watch out for Carol Atuma, who's 6-0, light heavyweight. This is another good one. Uh, taking on another journeyman, uh, Michelle Siak, who's 2-11. So this is going to be another good one. You know, guys – even though it's uh, they're not too well known, some of these guys, man, they're, they're, it's some great fighting. There's gonna be some great fighting on this card, and obviously, we all know we all know Tommy Fury's gonna be on it because where there's one Fury, there's another. You know, <laughs> he yeah, yeah, he want money. he want to get some money too. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, man, hell yeah, for sure. You know, there's a building blocks and um, boxers like we understand that these young guys undefeated are building. They're blocked so they can fight for the championship. But, you know, a lot of fans might say, hey, what's wrong? Hey, something wrong with that. They fighting this opponent. But we know that they building. We know they building. And I think the public should know, too. There's a lot of people that do know that it is a process that a lot of us go through uh, in order to get the big fight. So you might see a, opponents like a guy not as good. He might win that fight if you don't be right, you know, but. He's there really to, to lose or lose the decision. Um, and sometimes they they beat the guy that's and it's very rare, but sometimes the opponent beat the guy they're trying to build up. You know, so oh, yeah. we know that that that's the process. And 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 it's okay with me, 10 and 0, nine knockouts, give yeah. him another one. But when yeah, that crossroad fight comes with the guy that's undefeated too, that's yeah, when right. we tell. What he re what he really has exactly when you see these two heavyweights you getting there, clash. yeah, man. And you know what? There's a lot. There's a lot of these heavyweights coming up right now, man. You know, a lot of them. And I've been following these these guys because you know I love these heavyweights and I love the way they bang it out, man. Because you know, come on, come on, champ. I grew up watching you for God's sakes. Come on, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Yeah, we all did. We all did. We all did. We all did. Yo, I, I love watching you guys bang each other out, man. It's always it's, it's excitement. That's what you want, right? Listen, you I came up real quick, real yeah, quick. Yeah. I came on the I came on the tail end. Um, I you know I was a football player, I was a tight end, and I just jumped in the box, and because it was physical too, and and this is where I winded up, you know. And I'm I'm really grateful to be a part of the boxing industry. Um, I'm treating people right. They treat me right. I don't have no reason to go out and do this and do that and just do accordingly. And I appreciate being on the show. And, yeah, and, and you know, you. I didn't know I was going to make it this far. Just keep on pushing. Now I'm That's talking good. to people. I'm the champ of the world. Hey, I like that. Yeah, yeah, right. hey, it's cool. It's well deserved, man. Definitely, definitely well deserved. One, one of the names that uh, I was looking forward to seeing on the undercard but he's injured, Thank is uh, Jared Anderson. Oh, Jared yeah. Anderson, that heavyweight, right? Yeah, yeah big baby. Oh. Big baby. He was supposed oh, to be, yeah. uh, but he but he's injured. Uh, one of the disappointments of the undercard is there, there aren't any women fighting. 
Yeah, oh, that's, that's a little bit, little bit of a disappointment there. How about that Serrano fight? I, I, I think Katie might be in trouble. Yeah, that's that's the word. Katie yeah. might be in trouble. I, look, real quick, I was in, I, like I told y'all guys before, I was in Ireland, and the dad had her boxing with guys. They were clocking her, and I was oh, yeah. like, I was like, wow, he letting them guys clock her. He, she was getting. Champ, so you so you saw that before? You saw that before? Yeah, but you know, I saw I saw some of that, man. It's crazy. He was, he was she was getting clocked, and I'm saying, why ain't she boxing girls, or why ain't she boxing? You know, she, they were clocking her like she was a guy. But she, I she hit, that wasn't cool. She hits too hard. She hits too hard, man, for some of those girls. That's the thing. She hits hard. She got she got power in her hands. But 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 but, but, in, but she can take it. That's that's another thing. I was just about to she, say. It, I don't want her, my girl taking that. No, I see her getting clocked. She's fighting back. In her that defense, she, cool. she said when she was young, when she was young fighting in Ireland, uh, she she came into the ring as Kay Taylor, and she had her hair in her in her under her headgear, and they actually didn't know she was a girl. Oh. So she she would actually go in into fights fighting as a male and beating men, uh, and and it created quite an uproar in Ireland when uh, they found out a woman was fighting and beating men. Uh, so in, and she said this just this past week actually when she was mentioning you know some of her uh, heroes growing up uh, in in the women's divisions, um, you know who she enjoyed who inspired her, and she's saying. You know, 10 years from now, she hopes to be an inspiration for a lot of young girls getting into the game now, um, you know, who look look up to Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. And that's going to be a huge fight. Uh, we're all looking forward to that one as well. Uh, boy, oh, boy. I mean, they are there headlining Madison Square Gardens. Never been done before. I mean, what? Been there 140 years. So first time in 140 years, two women have headlined a card there. That's amazing. I just want to they touch on this. They fighting in the garden. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we, we had a we had a comment come in, uh, Jero. Uh, actually, they commented exactly on uh, on Miss Sugar's show about the same thing about Ashton Sylvie. I don't know if you guys have heard about this prospect. Signing with Jake Paul. Jake Paul has now signed his second boxer. Was just announced this week. Uh, I dropped it on Monday. Uh, if you guys check out the show, knuckle up before Mike Gore. Keeping my ear to the streets, and I know these things with these prospects. Yes. So what I believe, yeah, I think it's going to be a good thing. Ashton Sylvie signed with Jake Paul because Jake Paul is trying to make himself a legitimate boxing promoter. He's made Amanda Serrano a millionaire. Uh, he's finally got the fight that everybody wanted to see worked out, penned to paper to happening next weekend. You know what I mean? He's actually trying to do. Good things for boxing. I believe he's going to take this kid, Ashton Sylvie, to the next level, man. Uh, for you guys that don't know this kid, man, um, honestly, Sylvie, he's 6-0 and right now with six knockouts, and he's a very accomplished amateur. Uh, you know, we, uh, 10 national titles uh, before turning professional at 16. He turned professional at 16 years old in Mexico two years ago. Uh, he made a splash as an eight-year-old when a viral video of a boy training led to his instruction at Floyd Mayweather's gym. And he's been not holding back since. And uh, he has caught the eye of Jake Paul. And Jake Paul has decided that, hey, you know what? My number two person I'm signing after Amanda Serrano is now this kid, Ashton Sylvie. That's got to say something, man. So be on the lookout for this kid. If you're watching this kid, he definitely is one of these kids that's just going to pop up. And you're going to be like, where the hell did he come from? Right now, 6-0, 6 KOs. Be on the lookout for this kid, man.
Ashton Silva. Doesn't, Cl- doesn't Clarissa Hill has a fight coming up? I believe so, doesn't she? She is, she's fighting a hard hitting chick too, right? Well, well, while Mike's looking that up, uh, what do you guys think of this MTK Global scenario? Although, <laughs> although on one hand, it is a bit laughable. The, the company oh. is shutting its doors. They are closing MTK? down. MTK? MTK Global is shutting down. Um in, in the wake of uh, some pretty serious allegations, in the wake of a lawsuit, uh, they're shutting down. But it's going to leave an awful lot of boxers, to be blunt, unemployed. Or You're talking MTK in England? Yeah. Okay. They, also, yeah. they also have a New York office, but I'm just saying uh, MTK Global. It was, started, it was started by some Irish chaps uh, quite a few years ago. Uh, somebody told me Somebody told me some stuff about them. There's a bunch of gangsters and all that. This is what I heard. I don't know. You might be right. In, when I was in England and Ireland, um, they they told me it was run by a bunch of gangsters or something like that. So I don't want your guys to get upset with me. I'm just stating what somebody told me. Um, over when I was over there, they say, "Hey, those guys over there, they got serious guys with them and all this." Is this to say MTK, right? MTK. MTK. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there there are a couple. They're from Ireland, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's dumb. So um, Daniel Kinahan uh, stepped away from, allegedly stepped away from the company in 2017. Uh, but in his, in his, in his wake is uh, allegations from the U.S. Treasury Department, for example. Uh, they're after him in a big way. There's a lawsuit that's been lodged against them in a big way. Uh, mm. And so given these allegations, the executives of the company who are in the line of fire uh, have stepped down because all the other promoters said they would refuse to do business with MTK given all these allegations. Oh, so, well, they, they represent something like 33 fighters too, don't they? Yeah, it's a decent stable. Yeah, yeah they have uh, a big stable, man. 33 fighters. That's so, bad, some, man. Yeah. Uh, some of the guys, uh, what is it? Uh, Jamal Herring, I believe. Uh, Carl Frampton, Josh Taylor, Billy Joe Saunders. They were doing real good, if you ask me. They were doing yeah, real good. They were yeah, doing real Charlie good. Edwards is there. Uh, so is Michael Conlon. He's also there. Um, man, there's. <laughs> they were doing real good. This goes on and on. If they're any good, they should have no problem with getting picked up. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I just hey, it's, 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 more, more, more than 100. We understand that we were talking about elite fighters. <laughs> it's a question. It's a question. It's a question. Question, James. Seriously, whether whether there are enough management companies and or decent promoters out there to be able to handle that many uh, boxers and bring them under their wing, that's what I think it's well, about. Well, you know, some of the management and the promoters, they'll have their they'll have their pick. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, that that's that's kind of great. You go find you another great fighter and build them up, and next you know, you got a you got a, a legend on your hand. So yeah. it's uh, I, if I was the boxer, I wouldn't worry too much. As long as you handling your business and doing what you got to do, you'll find you, somebody to pick you up. Hey, honestly and truthfully, uh, I think that this is just going to help boxers solidify themselves as the new big thing in uh, UK, man. Yeah, definitely with that oh, MTK, yeah, definitely. With, yeah. with MTK Global, uh, you know, folding like that, disbanding because of the, all this, you know, legal battle and everything that's going on. Realistically. You know, boxers, boxers been sweeping up and signing everybody and working with Sky Sports, 
you know, and I'm pretty sure they're willing to open up their stable and add a few of the names oh, that I just oh, Eddie Har Eddie Harris too. Yeah, exactly. Both of those guys will be cherry, cherry picking oh, that pool they, real. They're already, yeah, they're already looking. <laughs> They've been looking. They've been yeah, looking. I, I want to get this guy. I'm coming to get that. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been trying to cherry pick them from time. Trust me. Well, I, I, I just I heard some real quick. I heard so much about MTK. I wish they can continue on, uh, where all the boxers don't have to go to other people. Um, uh, Graham, you was gonna say something, but I. I heard MT heard about them. I know people talking about them. Um, and they was getting fights. They were doing. They were getting fights. I wish they could continue on, but it looks like they can't. Looks like they can't. No. All I was gonna say is, uh, you know, co companies like Boxer, that's B O X X E R, and uh, companies like Pro Bellum, who are literally going around the world, uh, creating stables on an international level. Uh, something that uh, old school, you guys, you guys know these names, you know, the old school promoters wouldn't do. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity now on the table uh, for these former MTK fighters uh, to pick up a really decent contract and be put back on the world stage. Uh, I kind of feel sorry for the, the, the guys in, who are coming up through the, like from Nigeria or, or uh, you know, Mexico, the Philippines, uh, countries like that where it's a real struggle, where they're boxing because it's the only option they have uh, to, get, you know, to get off the streets, that they're not going to school, so they're boxing. And uh, we've heard a lot of great stories uh, here on Talk and Fight from a lot of great boxers who said the exact same thing. They came from the school of hard knocks. They came up from the streets. That's the only way they could make their money. And uh, so I feel sorry for those guys, the guys – not the elite boxers who uh, who who now are going to get signed to Boxer or Pro Bellum or uh, Eddie Hearn's company Matchroom or you know top rank, but I mean it's 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 the young guys, the new guys who uh, who Mike's been following. That's who I feel sorry for the young guys. Yeah, man, definitely. But there are a lot of new promotional companies starting out there that are trying to make their make their names. And uh, honestly, if they do their due diligence like I do and follow these young cats, they'll know who to pick up out of these bunches that are going to be, uh, you know, without a stable soon. Definitely. Or, hey, man, if you want to know who to sign, just get at me, man. Anytime at uh, talking <laughs> I can help you out for a little bit of a fee. <laughs> maybe Tyson Fury. Maybe Tyson Fury should. Tyson Fury should maybe start a production company. <laughs> hey, Tyson Fury after this fight just started the but I think that I think that Joshua and him will be another big fight bigger than Dylan White. Even who I don't care who lose, people want to see that attraction. If Joshua and is. Tyson Fury fight, that'd be another big payday. What it is, champ? Oh, what it is, champ? I'm telling you what it is. We want to see an undisputed heavyweight champion in the four belt era. It's never okay. happened. Our last undisputed heavyweight champion was Lennox Lewis. That was before the four belt era. We had the four belt era. Now we have not had an undisputed champion. We've been this close to getting that happening. And we're this close to getting it happen again. But somebody's stepping out and retiring. You know, I'm not going to say that he's a Dodger. He's done everything that he wanted to do in boxing. But what boxing fans want to see is the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, hands down. That's what we want. That's what boxing fans want. 
around the world. That's what you want to see. There hasn't been one in over 20 years. You know, 20 years we're talking. This is a long time to have a, a you know, a crown undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to riff off that one for a sec. Let's just say, let's just say Dillian White beats Tyson Fury. Yeah. Then he takes on the winner, Usek AJ. And there's our, there's our opportunity. Right. There is our opportunity. I think if Dylan White was to win, he'll dog Yusuf right out. Really? <laughs> Yo, he didn't um, – um, 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 Anthony Joshua did – to me, didn't fight – he didn't fight a, a southpaw fight. He didn't fight the way he was to fight a southpaw, and he was supposed to keep his defense tight and step right to him and take his heart from him. But he tried to box him. He didn't have the right teachers behind him. And that made him look bad. You know, step right to him, go to the outside, boom, come, you know, left hook, right hand, bang, keep your defense tight. Um, and he got hit with a lot of shots. Yeah. You need somebody behind him teaching him. We don't have that today. It's a shame that these boxers going through stuff, and all you got to do is people sitting right in chairs on um, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, talking to three different people on a podcast that nobody right, right. Like, you know what? I know a guy, I, yo, guys out there, I know somebody. He's sitting, he's sitting, if you guys are looking for some defensive coaching, I might know a guy. <laughs> I know one, <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. It's so much, you didn't do that right because, of course. Exactly. See, this comes see? across the top. This comes from the court. You get a hook. You know, you can shoot jab. See, you can bring a belt. You can catch a jab. You can catch a jab and pull it and throw a left hook. Somebody shoot a jab first. Okay, don't let any more go. Don't let any more go because we got to start charging for this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> first customs free. See everybody. Everybody who and anyone who signs up for membership, we should put into uh, a class featuring Tim Witherspoon teaching yeah, it. Um, did you notice? Did, did you did you notice in in the uh, the week warming up? They've had a whole bunch of media events, and at one of these events, Tyson Fury said he's been he's been training in the Southpaw style for this. Has he? Yep. I heard that. I heard that today. Yep. And why is he doing that? Why? To to throw off Dillian White, just to throw him off. Wow. So, so then defensively, he he's going to be vulnerable because now, yeah. now he's fighting right hand, <laughs> but now he's fighting southpaw. He has to get used to that. And with an opponent like Dylan White, you can't just switch like that. You just can't switch like that. No. You know what I'm saying? Because Tyson Fury has to get used to that southpaw. I've seen him switch southpaw before, but he didn't stay that long. So now he's switching – Southpaw, some most of the time in the fight with somebody that's aggressive that could throw that right hand and get him out of here. I think he should fight his regular game. I think he should fight his regular game and just you know fight like that and tighten his defense up. He got off the canvas four times, three times, and so did uh, so did uh, uh, Dante Wilder. That tells me that both of them need to learn how to block some punches. And it ain't going to stop. He's going to keep going, getting down a couple of times unless somebody show him exactly what he need to do. Keep that defense tight. Yeah. You know, they got to show him these things. He's going to go down again. Oh, yeah. You know, 
So that's just my opinion. I think I think it's going to be a slugfest. I can't yeah. wait. To it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Somebody's going down. Somebody's getting knocked out. And I bet you it's going to be devastating. And it's going to be profiled on my Sunday show as a knockout of the week. That's what I'm hoping. If not, if not, there's some real good potentials on that undercard for a great knockout. Trust me. Did, any, did, did anyone hear you? Uh, uh, did anyone of you hear the story of the, the fellow who had to quit uh, or was kicked off? I can't remember if he quit or got kicked off the undercard. Um, Anthony Casey, Anthony Casey. He, he might. Here's, I, I haven't checked. I, I just thought of this now. Uh, he might have been an MTK f- fighter, and therefore he wasn't allowed to fight. Oh, I don't know. That's bad. And Anthony K- is C A C A C E, something like that. K C. Just because he was with MTK. I, I don't. I'm asking. I'm asking. The Irish boxer. They should let Irish? him fight. He probably got to feed his family. Oh yeah, he he was super mad. He was he he was swearing left, right, and center. At, at, uh, yeah, at, his um. So apparently, uh, late cancellation is what's happened. Uh, Anthony Casey has been left heartbroken after his fight with Jonathan Romero was canceled on Wednesday. The Belfast boxer was due to face former world champion Romero on the undercard of the Tyson Fury massive clash with Dylan White. Um, Casey said on Twitter, actually, I can't believe I'm writing this status. Been away from my children at home for three months, only to be told that I will not be fighting on this show. What an absolute effing kick in the teeth. Boxing broke, <laughs> broke me many times, but this time just feels shattered. So um, I'm not yeah, I feel sure. bad for him. I feel bad for him. He's been training hard, and yeah, man, he has to do this. That's not cool. No, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. You know, be away from your kid for three months and your, and your family and everything, just to be told on a Wednesday, Wednesday, like two days ago, that, hey, by the way, you're not fighting now. Wow. That's uh, that's a that's a shot in the mouth for sure. Yeah, yeah. They give uh, no money enough, and they just told him kicked him off the card, right? Yeah, they just kicked it off the card. They just kicked it off the card. Didn't say nothing. Just done. Cancel. So, One of the promoters should just just sign him up. One of the promoters should just sign him up. Yeah, yeah. at least yeah. half of his purse or something. Yeah, yo, compensate him for at least the time that he's spent, man. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. It's bad. It's bad. Oh, I'm going to hazard a guess. He would have at least been paid uh, a weekly stipend uh, while he was training. I'm pretty sure he's well, doing Yeah, because he was working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working just, hard, man. Just didn't, get, <laughs> just didn't get the payday he was looking at. That's for sure. Right, right. So, wait a minute. He was fighting on um, He was fighting on the Tyson Fury card? Yeah. No, somebody should get, he should get some money. He should get some kind of help. That's not fair. That's why we need a union. Yeah, Something man. negative right. go down. Somebody should be able to. He has children probably. Yeah, no, man. we have to address that. That's not right. That's not right. Yeah. That's not right. The people that's promoting this fight, um, he didn't know. He didn't know. So he they should give him some kind of money to help. Oh, well, him. Well, wait, but wait, but wait, wait. Didn't didn't the person promoting this fight even didn't they have to borrow the forty million dollars? Yes. Well, that's what the case. They give him his purse. <laughs> Ooh. Somebody had to borrow $40 million? Yeah. You didn't hear about that? Tell, tell me. Tell me what happened. Who borrowed $40 million? Frank Warren. Frank Warren. Huh? Frank Warren? Mil- yeah, he borrowed $40 million to to win the purse. I actually, might have been, it might have been $40 million quid. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> $40 million. 
40 quid. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I was, I was, I've, been, I've been researching trying to find out who he borrowed this sum of money from, but I can't find anything. So he got it's, 40 million just all keeps, those years what it, what, it does, what it does keep saying is it keeps saying that Frank Warren working with Bob Abrams' top rank. Well, listen, Bob Abrams' mob. Okay. Bob Abram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's mobbed up. So if you're born 40 million and something. Whoa, 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 whoa. You saying Bob Aram is mobbed up? Yeah, come on. Come on. You should know this. He had he had he has connections. Come on. He's an old school guy. He's old school mob That's the first time I heard of that. That's the first time I heard of that. I've, I've heard of rumors of it before. Okay, it's a rumor. Okay, got yeah, it. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. <laughs> it ain't real. <laughs> no. You know what? He probably borrowed the money from Bob. They are co-promoting the thing. Wow. Well, ah, they're, the they're working point, together. The, the point is, is uh, these so-called investors, yeah. uh, they want to make sure that uh, that that's why they were mm, they were a little bit up, not not the investors, but the promoters were upset with uh, Dillian White for not doing the press conferences. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, because because part of his contract is to speak up and promote the show. I don't know. You know what? I, I don't know why he didn't. Man. That's I don't not know, cool. That's I don't know if it cool. was a head game. I don't know if it was a head game or, or something that he was. That's trying. the wrong head game. Yeah, like, there's people paying tickets to see his to see him fight. You know, right. I talked to him. You got to be there. You got to be there to answer the questions, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. You have to answer the questions. That's that's you part of the thing. You all that money too. You got to. Yeah. Wow. So he he wasn't he didn't show up to a couple of things. Yeah, he didn't he didn't show up. Was it wasn't in the contract? It's in the contract. It's in the contract. Yeah. Oh, so they get they get they get do something about that. Well, right? it, it falls under the category, Tim, of best efforts. He has to supply uh, oh. best efforts. Um, so he did. Well, that he makes You might regret it later and, and say maybe I should have did that for the people's sake. Maybe that's for what, the people. That's what you would think. Oh, yeah. okay. So maybe, oh. maybe he's maybe he's been working on a secret weapon. <laughs> well, he need to use it right about now. Yeah. He threw that left hook now. I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah, man. No, he's, he's, got, he's got a dangerous left hook, man. I was in sparring hook. sessions. I was in, I was in, um, in the mid, in the Midlands. I was up in, uh, England and I had a chance to meet him and talk to him. He's a really funny guy. He's a cool guy. And, but when it comes to sparring, he go he throw that left hook and he'll fight you. And oh yeah, if he had defense, he would have that belt right now. I'm yeah. telling you, he left. He, he went down. They got to learn a little, little bit more in blocking. Yeah. Wow, and that's the difference between a guy winning the championship and not winning it. That little bit of defense that he needed, just a little bit, not a whole lot. So. Well, I can't wait. Hope, it starts. Don't worry, Tim. Tim, we'll, we'll we'll get you watching that fight for sure, and then we'll. Oh, you got to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We'll, we'll get you all set up to watch that for sure. So Isn't that's that something I had a chance to be with both of them, even Anthony Joshua. Um, all three of them guys. I was with all of them. I was with a whole bunch of boxers over there. Now they getting ready to fight. Uh, they all need defense. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of the pub with you, yeah, I'll bet they needed defense. <laughs> hey, you see Tyson Fury moving like this, all in the thing. He was against an opponent that wasn't really that sharp. He was up. A, have you seen him doing this? Remember Tyson yep. doing all this, and he was missing. 
he wouldn't be able to do that with somebody that was more up higher in the ranks. Um, right. He would have to be more careful. So he knew that guy that was in front of him. Did you see the video of him doing this yep. and missing all the punches? The guy that he fought, they would never okay him for none of the top guys yeah, the day fighting. Um, they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let me fight that guy he was fighting. So he he played around. He looked good. Um, and you can't take nothing from him. He, you know, Tyson made it there. He went there. He did. He did what he had to do. Um, but it, that's doing this era. Just this era. Yeah. You know this this fight. This fight actually is uh, what is it? Uh, I believe it's Fury's first fight on British soil or UK soil since 2018. I think it is. Okay. So no one, wow. no wonder, no wonder, no wonder it's where it's at for his retirement fight. You know, he's going out, he's going out on home soil. That's what well, he, better, he better do good then. Yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, it's he might be a little nervous. Got a lot of pressure. He might be on a little him. nervous. Honestly, though, yeah. he, he looks good. Though he looks good. He looks well prepared. He's thin. You know, he's not sitting at he's not sitting at that 277, the heaviest like when he came in, right? Uh, in his last fight, he's sitting a nice. Nice two sixties. He's down. He, wor- he might be worried about. He might be worried about Dylan more Yo, than the other guys. He, he, might, he might. He might be worried. Be he might be worried, but he's never gonna. He's never gonna let you know that. You know, right. he's too. He's right. too flamboyant. He's too out there. He's too cocky. He's too convinced in himself. You know, he believes his own hype. And uh, honestly, hey man, it's worked this far. But uh, hey, you never know. It, it. We're talking heavyweights, man. All it takes is one good shot can change the entire momentum and outcome of the fight. And you're always just one serious shot away, man. That's all it takes. One great timing punch, and you're sleeping before you hit the mat. So, you know, and then there's no way to stop it. But you got to be worried, man. This is your last fight. You know, you're up for grabs. You're trying to walk away from this game with the legacy that you've set. It's got to be mentally hard. And uh, you know what? We're going to see how he does. Uh, tomorrow night, man, and and hopefully, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for him to go out with a bang. That's what I want. It'd be good. You, you know, I just, I, I just see the defensive uh, mechanism that a lot of boxers don't have, which causing a lot of boxers to lose fight or be exposed, and it's not their fault. It's the fact that there is trainers around that's that's getting a lot of publicity because they're in guys' corners that boost their that boost them up because they win, um, like a fighter will win, and that'll boost the trainer up. I, I'm not hating on anybody. Uh, I'm, I feel bad. I mean, the thing is, is that I had a good trainer and told me a lot of things and be look out for this and that, and, and I do. I'm not jealous. I'm happy. I'm happy, but I see these things because if you're a professor and you got taught something, you'll see things. I'm not saying I'm a professor. But my trainer knew a lot more than a lot of these guys that, that knew. And he was like telling me, Tim, this baba, baba. And he used to follow him around like a baby with candy in his mouth. Follow my trainer. He's teaching me all this stuff. And I could see it today. There's no defense. There's no defense. A lot of old timers emphasize on offense and defense. Now, everybody want to look good doing all this bing, 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 Mayweather stuff. And if Mayweather slowed down a little bit, he'd be in trouble if he wasn't in shape. And he won't be able to teach nobody when he retire. I'm going to tell you, he because he's all natural. He's moving real fast. Now, if he slow down, and I seen him doing the tape on the video, and it looked like he couldn't do nothing. He was, look, he was just on something basic. And I said, wow, he probably can't 
teach nobody that much because his is all natural. And you can't teach, sometimes you can't teach all natural, okay? You can't teach it because there's something naturally that you do. And if you slow down just a little bit, you're going to be in trouble. If you're not in shape, that style he has, you're going to yeah. get knocked out. Yeah. Doing like this. This is our style in Philly. But if you're not in shape, he has to be in shape every time or else somebody going to expose him. I have a, I have a question. Um, uh, I, I want to get to uh, Sheila's uh, comment there about what she said about uh, Tyson Fury. But before I get to that comment, maybe yeah. Mike can bring that up when I'm done here. Um, this this goes out to, to, to Tim and James, uh, especially James, uh, your dad, when he's fighting and your son, when he's fighting. But when you're fighting, guys, does home court advantage really matter? Like, did it really matter? Because we've heard of the thrill in Manila, the rumble in the jungle. The guys have fought all around the world. The reason I bring it up is because Eddie Hearn said this week, he's not sure he's going to have uh, Anthony Joshua and Alexander Yusik fight in London. He might have that fight take place in Saudi Arabia. Why? There's more money to be made there. Well, so, I, think, so I think I came I over and not friend. Okay. I was going to say, I came I over. Was, and go ahead. Advantage. That's what I call it's it. It's just the judges. The judges. I, I came over to Wembley Stadium and knocked Frank Bruno out. You had the advantage. <laughs> no, I love that brother. I came no. over there. I came in people backyards and did better. Is what you know. I came in other backyards and knocked them out in their backyard. Yeah. Knocked my dad Frank Bruno say, right out. My dad used to say back in the day, well, like he had to go to the Lions then. Well, you know, I I gotta go to their backyard, so I gotta fight hard because you the judge. That's that's the only home court finish you have is the judge. Yeah, that's why that's a lot true. of fighters move to Vegas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when they fought in Vegas, they was from Vegas, so you get a yeah. little more the edge as far as the judges is concerned. It's hard to beat somebody in their backyard. You really have to beat them. Well, back in the day, and sometimes today, just a little bit. I don't see it as much. But I love that. <laughs> you like going to somebody else's house and beating them up, ain't Tim? That gave me energy, yeah. but he he oh, liked yeah. to a certain extent because you got That's the judges, it. you got the judges, you got all this stuff, the home court advantage, um, and you got to fight your way out of it. No, he's right about that. But I love to go fight somebody in their backyard. That gave me a lot of energy. It's, on, it's, like, it's, it's like it's like sticking your finger in the wound and like twisting when you do well, that. Yeah, you get. You get <laughs> You get Man, much respect in here. It's a fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mike, Mike, Mike. Yeah. Read that quote. Um, no man born from his mother has beaten me. Said Tyson Fury. Yeah, so <laughs> it was an article, actually. Uh, boxing 2-4. Uh, no boxing man two born seven. from his mother has Born in 1988, me. named after Mike Tyson, standing just four inches short of seven feet and fighting at weights in excess of 250 pounds. Tyson Fury is a mountain of a man yet to be conquered. He came to the U.S. with his nephew, and the two of them crushed their opponents just like he said they would during pre-fight press meetings. His words were no nonsense, and his temper seemed hardly controlled at selected times, but make no mistake about Tyson Fury. He is not acting. This is what he said. This is it. That all right, you guys. I gotta get to get out of here real quick. It was yeah, nice uh, having you. You gotta check out Athletes TV. Get your son, get, get your uh your grandson on Athletes. He can make some money with, with his videos. You gotta check it out, man. I you when, when it, how, how, can I talk to 
How can yeah, I get no, the information? Tim, 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 I'll send you all the info. I got it for you. Okay. Okay. Check it out. Definitely. Thank you. Thanks, James. Thanks, okay. James. I'll we'll talk soon, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Nice talking to you, James. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he did. He did say this. There is not a man born from his mother who can beat me. So he's. There's he nothing says, wrong with saying that, though. No, no, he, and you know what? It's 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 sayings like that that make you want to watch this guy, either get his head punched in or punch somebody's heads in. Because <laughs> you know what? He's just one of those guys. You either love him or you love to hate him. And you know what? He does great at playing both those roles. This they time, this time the fans love him. The fans love him because of that press conference, man. His press conference, he was happy. He was funny. He was joking around. You know, he shook Dillian's white hand. You know, congrats. You know, good, man. We're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to put on a great show. You know, he was very – he had great sportsmanship this time. And, you know, he's he's happy, man. And uh, hopefully it transcends into a great performance in the ring. I know that he's down way more than he was when he fought the last time. You know, and uh, I think we're going to see a nice, healthy – Tyson Fury in there uh, for his last performance, man. And I think it's going to be a memorable one. He's taking Dylan more serious. Yeah. Yeah. He, because he knows something. I know there's around sparring before. Yeah. And I know that they know each other. So yeah. he's taking him. He's taking him serious. Definitely. Definitely. He knows that this is a challenge. He knows that, uh, you know, Dylan, Dylan White, he's got that power, man. He's got that left. You got to watch out for that. And, uh, you know, it only takes, like we are saying, it only takes to be caught once by that to go to sleep and uh you know it's just one of those things i think he's taking this very serious and it shows in his training and the way he was in the gym this time you know not all the crazy shit talking that he was doing the last time and all the shenanigans he means business he got in that you know in that gym he's working his ass off and he's coming out looking better than he has in his last couple of fights man for his weight and uh you know he's looking he's looking trim and ready to go my thing is is if he has the same trainer and the same uh, routines. Um, I'm gonna be a little nervous about his defense, and that, that's what I'm, that's that's the only thing. The guy in his corner, he was down in in this fight with Joshua. Yeah, I don't know if he was in down on any other fights, but they can improve. You have to improve. Um, you know, you went down before with a up with a top with a guy that's that's at that level. You're going to have to practice hard on defense. I think that's going to make the difference on both yeah. sides of on both sides of the uh, the ring. When the bell ring, Tyson Fury is going to have to tighten his up, and and, yeah. and also Dylan White because Dylan White when uh, Joshua put him down. Has anybody else put uh, Dylan White down? Uh, yeah, he lost to um, uh, what's his name? Well, he beat Shizora twice. Uh, Pavet can put him down. Pavet can put him down. That means um, something. He, he has yeah. to tighten his defense up. This is a big fight. His management should have called somebody, uh, not tell people, but get somebody in there that knows a little bit about defense, just to keep, just to keep him, you know, just keep him, keep his his mental thing. Like, oh man, I just, I just learned how to do a little defense. He give him more confidence. But, but he went down. He went down with uh, Joshua. He like yeah, you said, Joshua. Joshua. White I'm went worried down. about that. I'm worried when, about when, that. When he fought, when he fought Joshua, that uh, he lost in the seventh. But that we're dating back, you know, 2015, man. December 12th is when that one went down. And uh, you know, White went down from a right uppercut prior to the stoppage. So, you know, it was a stoppage. But then 
when he fought Povetkin, Povetkin was down twice in the fourth round, and then White went down from a left uppercut prior to the stoppage again. So White's got to watch out for those uppercuts, man. That's uh, that's the thing. So hopefully he's been in the gym working on that because you know Tyson Fury, he does, he's got that ability to throw those uh, those those punches from all these different angles, man. And uh, you know, it's it, proof is in the pudding. You know, Dillian White's been taking that's the only thing I'm worried about. Twice by the same thing, man. Those 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 uppercuts, man. So hopefully both these guys, uh, you know, been been working hard, and we're gonna Who's see some great. But we're at the hour. Man. I'm, go I'm going out on a limb. I'm picking Dillian White in six. Knockout. I'm taking, I'm taking Tyson Fury in four. Hey, that could – listen, that could be happening. And the six. The six, I can understand that. And the yeah. four because yeah. of defense. Yeah. It could go your way. It could go It could go both ways. And who I'm you, coming from experience and every all that, having experience and watching these guys. Yeah. Anything can happen, man. I'm telling you. That's right. You know, if his defense look a lot better, I would I would like say, whoa, this is gonna be he can get hit. He can get hit and let's hope let's hope they showed him a little bit of stuff, which I doubt. I doubt if they did Who that. Who knows? But we'll, you know what? We're gonna find out tomorrow when we all tune in to watch it. You better you better well, get no find way, Tim, Tim, I'll I'll call you tomorrow and we'll get you set up watching it. All right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, Sorry, I the... Go ahead, go ahead. On that note, we're at that time. It's been an hour. I uh, want to say shout out yo, to everybody who dropped uh, comments. Thanks for tuning in and watching the show and participating. We love it. Come back next Friday for the same thing. New topics. Uh, Tim, always a pleasure. Graham, always a pleasure, man, in the Friday night panel. And to all the fans out there watching, man, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday night panel. Make sure to like subscribe and share and tell all your friends to come and join us every Friday night, same time, same channel. Join us next week for new topics. You know what's that? Enjoy the fights, guy. Don't forget to join me Sunday to find out who's winning the Knockout of the Week Award, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you then. That'll be Dillian White. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> <and> hearing. <laughs> would you say, would you say